Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. All right. Hello, everybody. On a hump day, it's Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, and the True Straight Up. You will get it. That's and right. Sponsored by by Colorado um, Cenogenics and Dr. Julie McCallan, and also AmericaCitizenPress.com. I want to let you guys know we're going to have the Colorado gubernatorial candidate, GOP gubernatorial candidate Daniel Neuschwager, coming on. You, if you've been following our show, you're aware there's been some controversy well, about the, the assembly. Controversy if you, if you get on the uh, if you get on the particular uh, threads uh, throughout the state, the controversy on how the election was conducted down in Republican um, Assembly is just starting to boil over. <laughs> Another day. I know every time I, you know, it's a, the clicker controversy is what we're talking about. And we've got a guy, Aaron Wood, who it was a, de- a delegate from Douglas County. Chuck and I were delegates from Adams County who put a great thing up on Facebook today explaining what he found out. And I want to let folks know. So there was a lot of controversy. Um, some people wanted to have a paper ballot, right? One person, one vote, but the uh, party powers, of powers be, be. Christy Burton Brown and the establishment just decided that they wanted to have these clickers. And the way the clickers are supposed to work is there are people give their speeches. It'd be a quick five minute, not quick, a five minute voting period. And then you push a 10 minute. Okay. Then you push the number on your clicker that corresponded to the number of the candidate, like Greg Lopez would be one, et cetera. And it was supposed to count the vote and the results came up pretty quickly. And they had this fairly convoluted way that you could go through and check your vote. Now, before we bring Aaron on in the interest, I want to at least say this a full transparency. transparency. I was happy with the results. The candidates I voted for, um, Greg Lopez, Ron Hanks, and Tina Peters all got on the ballot. But the big question is, I mean, that's great as far as I'm concerned, but the process, I think, is increasingly under question. So, Aaron, I want to bring... Well, well, before that, I was like, I mean, I went to the convention in 2010 with the great Tea Party revolt, um, and everything got done fairly quickly you know they paper ballots paper ballots the candidates would come up you would vote then they would gather the ballots and the other people vote and they take them back and count them um and then they'd go through all the various candidates at the end they announced all the winners because it wasn't going to take that long so they lied about it they said if we do it by paper battle it'll take to midnight and of course these people go i don't want to stay here to midnight this you know that must be right we must we must do it um, so it's a dishonest discussion, if any discussion at all, about paper ballots. But now comes the thing, oh, yeah, you can audit your vote. And I think Aaron was one of the tech-savvy people who tried <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So, Aaron, welcome, welcome and thank you for the show. I know you, I called you late minute. But you went in, and we don't need to get too technical in the interest of time, but why don't you sort of explain sort of briefly what you did? And then, I mean, to cut to the punchline, I'm going to steal your punchline. You found multiple clickers voting for multiple candidates multiple times no one person one vote at least as far as we can tell although christy burton brown assures us that the results are still solid and that it was the last one that counted but why don't you explain what you did and what you found out 
Yeah, exactly. So Chuck and Julie, thank you for, you know, having me on the show here. Um, just love what you guys are doing. Get the truth out there. Let's just be straightforward and honest, right? So, you know, I'm looking at this stuff like it, what I do for a living is basically like data uh, analysis. I, I do a bunch of things, but a big thing of what I do is I, I like to get data together. You know, um, a big motto that I have with my team is I'd rather have more answers than we have questions, right? right. Um, because I, I want facts. I want facts in order to make business decisions. Uh, so I look at this stuff like it should be pretty simple. I mean, right. if we're publishing a log of results from keypads, everything's got a serial number on it. Everything's got a device number. It's got a channel number. All that stuff was presented to us at the assembly that you should then be able to go, we'll release a log on Monday and it's going to have all this information. You can track it down. So I go over to the Colorado GOP website, cologop.org, and here are the results published from the teller committees. And I'm looking through these lists and I'm like, okay, here are the text files of these logs. But I'm looking at it like, this is just a text file. I need to put this in a spreadsheet because this is how my mind works. I need to be able to look at this information and organize it and start making sense of it. So a big thing, what I did, I took the text file copied and pasted it into a spreadsheet and then cleaned it up a bit and put it into uh, rows and columns just so I can get organized. And then I'm looking through and I'm seeing a lot of the same keypad ID numbers. And so I use an extension that runs a program. And what it does is it finds duplicates because now I'm getting curious. I'm like, okay, do we have duplicate values in this report? And sure enough, uh, the program found 807 duplicates on the gubernatorial log file. The gubernatorial one. Keep in mind there were three. This was the first one. Yeah, the roughly 3,000, what? 700. 700 delegates. So, okay. 3,730 eligible voting delegates. Again, I'm, I'm kind of a weird weirdo with numbers. Like, I write down the facts. I keep the notes of everything that we're doing here because I, I want to keep it honest. You know, I want right. to keep track of it. Again, too, this is my first time doing this. So right. this is my first time as a delegate at state assembly, whatever. I want to keep track of it. It's a great learning opportunity for me, right? Right. And I'm keeping track of the numbers and I'm looking at the reports because I I want to keep an audit of it. But I think the reason that I really wanted to go down this road road was because ahead of time, you know, people are emailing Christy Burton Brown asking what system are we using to vote? What are we using? There's rumors that it's a Dominion system. There's rumors, you know, we're not doing paper ballots. When the Republican Party definitely takes a resolution, we want election integrity. And I think especially where we're at right now, we don't trust electronic voting devices. I don't, as far as it comes to this. I want to be able to track that I casted one ballot for one candidate, that my vote was recorded, that it was honest, that only eligible people had ballots or voting devices. And I know this from the Douglas County Assembly. Um, we had people who weren't eligible to vote ended up with voting packets. And that really? was at the Douglas now, County Assembly. They must have made they must have made up for the Adams County people because we had people who were eligible people to vote and couldn't vote. vote. And right. they, they were denied the right to vote. Which, yeah. So I mean it, some it was of them just came it, down the night confusing. before, spent three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars on a on a hotel room and, and all the travel and all that. And and they got denied the vote. The, the right to vote as well as paying. And they didn't get their months, money back. And they yeah. didn't get any of their money back. But why don't you, Eric, go through and explain then when you kind of broke this down into the spreadsheet, what you found from various, what various clickers were doing. Yeah. So I'm going to pull up my spreadsheet to look at it while okay. I'm, I'm referencing sure. it. I, I kind of did a video walking through this here. But what I did is I took all the results from the log file, copied and pasted it in there, just spread it out into rows and columns so I can make sense of it. And then I ran it through a pivot table, which then is going to go through and organize for each keypad ID. And this was the number that was on the backside 
of your right. keypad, right. how many votes and how many votes for which candidate were cast from that keypad. Okay. And each candidate, you know, they had a number assigned them. Like two was Daniel Neuschwanger, uh, five was Greg Lopez, six was Heidi right. Ganal, and then right. um, the list goes on from there. And then I sorted it by totals, you know, looking at the total um, keypads that had the most votes. The number one keypad on this list cast 24 votes for three different candidates. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, what are we doing here? What what right. What is going on? And this is in, in a 10 minute period. You've got one keypad casting 24 votes, voting 24 times for three different candidates. And the whole logic behind this is that in this 10 minute time, whatever the last vote was on that keypad is essentially the one that's going to be counted. You can technically so. delete your prior vote and put a new yeah, one. I mean, you, you could vote all, you could, you could press a button for each candidate. And then it's, it's essentially like at the buzzer, whichever the last one was. And I feel like this is such a game. Yeah. Right. Whatever yeah. last number you pressed on your keypad that's the vote that was cast. Right, right. And 24 is pretty egregious, right? That's that's right. the highest one. Next up from that's 19. But getting down through the list, I mean, we've got plenty that are voting three times for three different candidates, yeah. four times for three or four different candidates. Um, I double checked mine. Guess what? I voted once for one yeah. candidate. Okay. And I'm looking at this like once voting starts, I've got my I've got my button on the trigger, like it's on the keypad. Right. I know which candidate I want to vote for because we had the instructions, which number for which candidate. Voting begins. I'm pressing that number. Right. And I'm sitting, I'm looking at my keypad until it says counted. Right. But I don't understand what is happening that so many people are voting multiple times for multiple candidates. But then there's the connection in Christy Burton Brown. I, I actually have an email today she sent back to me because I sent her all this information. Again, assuring the final vote on the election log, that's the final vote. And you can double check that. But I'm like, no, you How? can't. That's you right. Can't. I mean, that's what I wanted you to get can. to. You exactly. can't double check that. Explain that to folks. Yeah. So the reason you can't double check this, so they have the election report and the election log file. The log file is based on the keypad ID, a number on the back of the device itself. This is a number that comes printed on the device. The election report is based off of a keypad number that was a sticker on the front and then the channel ID that the key clicker was assigned to. So you can look at one file and you can see which vote was supposedly ultimately cast from that right. device. You can look at another file that will show you how many votes into how many different candidates was cast from the device. But there's no tie-in between the two reports that will show you this is the log of the ultimate final vote that was cast from this keypad. So you could audit it. To the, to, I mean, to me, that's a real audit. Yeah, that is a real right. audit, right? Right. Well, and so the bottom line, there are a bunch of bottom line things here. One, if there had been a paper ballot, because I've covered, I was a reporter at Fox City, a TV reporter mm -hmm. for years, and you would cover when they, what they would do is if you get a paper ballot and say it's scribbled out or the person didn't mark it clearly, what they do is they have two election judges look at it and try to determine the voter's intent, right? right. And if they can agree, then, then that ballot gets counted. If they don't agree, it can't get counted. I would submit it is impossible to tell what the voter's intent intent was, if you got somebody voting one time for one candidate, 22 times for somebody else, and then two times for yet a third candidate. Well, you might you by, the, by the last vote, but assuming they won't give you a, a basis for allowing you to check that, yeah, it's not so, an audit. So carrying on that uh, thought there, the voter intent, I'm looking at one row here, uh, a keypad that submitted four votes, okay? They voted once for Danielle Neuschwanger, once for Greg Lopez, and then once, uh, twice for candidate number seven. Um, okay. And candidate number seven was Zach Burke. So, okay, so this person voted 
four times for three candidates. What was their ultimate intent? Was right. it Zach Burke? According to Christy Burton Brown, their intent would would be whatever final vote at the buzzer at the end of the voting time frame. Right. That would be their intent then. Did this person vote twice for Zach Burke? And then at the last minute decide, yeah, I don't want to waste my vote on Zach Burke. I'm going to vote for Greg Lopez. Right. Or I'm going to vote for Danielle. I I don't know. You can't. So I think a couple of things back. I mean, and I want to address this. So bottom line of folks, because I've seen some folks, at least on Zoom, have just joined us. So Aaron was was just a delegate. You're just a guy. But a tech savvy guy. I'm I'm just a guy who just wanted to get involved and ended up doing this stuff. I'm like, okay, I guess I guess I'm going to the state assembly. Sure. Let's check it out. Right. And you wanted to see because Christy Burton Brown refused to let us have the paper ballots, which a lot of people wanted. One person, one vote. They which, which they were there. There were right, paper they were ballots there. on site possi- and ballot boxes. Right. That was a possibility. And they lied about and it. And they lied about it and said they we weren't couldn't there. get paper ballots unless you went any. to midnight. And so all these people go, I don't want to stay to midnight. And they lied about it because of what they do before was you'd have the candidate. I'll just explain it again. They have the candidates. You voted, you turned in your votes, and then the next group for the, you know, for the senatorial. In the meantime, they took the ballots in back. And so it takes a couple hours for all the people to give their speeches. Mm -hmm. So they give their speeches. They're counting all the votes. And on the last one, they had to count the last votes. But that takes 20 minutes, maybe. And then they announce all the results. So this idea you're going to be there to midnight was BS. Yeah. So that part was a lie. But then also, though, they assured us that this was that this was everything was great, that you could go in and audit it and see. Um, and, and what you're saying is when you found you can't you found multiple clickers, not even let's not even get into the motive. Or is it confusion? Was it malicious? Whatever. What's the motive Mental of somebody illness? voting 24 times for three different candidates? The continuous reassurance that you can vote this and you, do, you can double check your records, I think is false because right. you, while you can audit one file and you can audit the other file, you can't audit the connection between the two. Right, right. right. Well, and again, it goes back to voter intent. If you've got somebody, I mean, how did you know it wasn't in seconds, right? You could be, wait, wait, I want to change my vote again, go back to this, and then boom, the buzzer goes out. If you've got somebody going back and forth. I, and I mean, that, that's piled on top of everybody waiting two hours to get into a oh. stupid venue. Um, and on top of the fact here in Adams County, 13 people who spent the night, some spent the night, went down there, never yeah. got to vote. Some people's clickers said, um, you know, you weren't even wouldn't work. Apparently. Yeah, they wouldn't say, you know, they'd say, yeah. you know, we're well, I, I took a, I took a video of my clicker during the U.S. Senate um, uh, candidate vote where I it said vote now. Right. I pressed my election and right. then it waited and waited and waited. And then finally it said vote now. Yeah. yeah. And then I pressed my election again. And right. then it finally said count it. How many times did that happen? I, right. I guarantee I wasn't a one off case of that no. happening because that I'm hearing so too. many reports. So many reports of people that my device wouldn't work. I didn't know if I voted. And there's plenty of people that didn't even get a clicker. Right. Well, and again, and that's the thing. Um, um, oh, okay. And then Sandra's saying, but shouldn't the clicker lock after voting for each person for each office? No, Sandra, you could fiddle around with it as much as you wanted for five, 10 minutes. Although the question would be, why would you? But it was confusing right. just as somebody who'd never been there before. Because you're right. It would take like one time Chuck and I were sitting right next to each other. We would vote. His would say vote counted. In fact, we laughed and said, well, that's because you're a man. You know, it counted <laughs> his right away. And then mine we're was- We're going to audit yours, But it seems to me, if you want to say we have election integrity and you can go in and audit it you should be able to say okay well this person voted 24 times i don't know why but 
the last time is what counted. But you, you want to hear Christy Burton Brown's um, fabulous response to my questions? That sure. will answer that. Why are people voting multiple times? I'll uh, I'll forward this email to you if you like. Sure. Um, she says right here to me, I'm not sure how many assemblies you've been to, but there are always a few voters who either change their minds in the time the voting is open or accidentally press the wrong button and want to change their vote or press the same button 10 times because it makes them feel like it is really counted. What? Oh, Literally, yeah. this is what the well, chairwoman yeah, particularly the if you have is telling us. A, if you yeah. have a lack of, I mean, that's how the Democrats work, right? They want to vote 10 times to make sure yeah. the vote is well, really like counted. It's like a whack-a-mole game. It's like, this, is, this is like a carnival game. Right. Well, and, and so what was, I, I mean, so talk to me about what, what questions did you ask Christy Burton Brown and, and how, what was your sense and I guess, or your feelings on her response? Well, my main question that I ask, and, and I asked it in a way where it's like, I want to provide you with enough facts from my point of view um, to where it's like, you know, help me understand this, prove me wrong. If I'm, if I'm confused, you know, at least clarify this for me. And the, and the whole question that I'm asking is where is the correlation between the keypad ID and the keypad number channel combination to ultimately reference the two files together for a true audit of results. Right. right. So, so factually, how would one verify? This is what how I said here. Factually, that? how would one verify which final vote was made and reflected on the election report based on the log file? And her no answer, answer to that. There is no answer to that. And it's basically like, Trust we us. told you the instructions of two ways that you can verify your vote. And she, she turns it around in such a, such a great way. I'm sure her lawyers coached her on this. And she's like, I'm glad that you were able to verify your vote. I said, well, I, am I, I was able to verify mine, but I don't understand how some people show a record of voting 24 times for three or four different candidates. How do we know which vote was their intention? Which was the ultimate vote counted on the election log? And, and her answer is the last one but you can't audit it. But you, you can't, can't check tell. it. She right. might as well just sent back LOL. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that, that, would, that would have expressed her sentiment clearly. Well, you know, and Charlene is saying in the comment section here, that's why they have paper ballots. It's a gold standard. I mean, what's, what's having watched this, uh, to me, it seems like, Somebody was asking were the Dominions, were they clicker Dominion, the clicker's knows, Dominion? Knows. I don't think so. I think they Well, were, you know, they own so many subsidiaries, you'd never so know. So I've got, I've got some information on the Reply Plus system, if you're, if you're interested in that. Go for um, it. I spoke with a gentleman uh, today, I won't share his name, but he's an IT, and he did some um, information gathering on the Reply Plus system. He said this to me today, Reply Plus is a German company. Hardware was once owned by Fleetwood Group out of Michigan, but it looks like it was sold to a company in Germany at some point. Uh, according to the manual, there is an API that allows custom application development, and there are software packages available to interface with the base stations. And I don't know if you noticed these, but there were these base stations set up around the world arena oh, I did not. that okay. apparently these devices were supposed to um, communicate with. I do have a couple photos in the Douglas County section. When I arrived, there was a base station, in fact, uh, situated in the middle of the Douglas County section. Uh, later on, I took another photo in the same area. I didn't realize it, but the base station was gone. So no, there oh, you there go. Go. where did it go i'm not was sure this during the voting or was this like was this dur during the assembly during the assembly at some point the base Somebody station came. That was said, it was gone oh, and, well, and go. these are these are what um so he said this here um let's see he uh there, so it interfaces with the base station which is where they may have configured weighted voting etc the clickers transmit to the base station which they may be then feeding into some other software package. I would ask them for a list of all supporting software they were using with the system and how they had everything connected and configured. They should be completely transparent with that information if they have nothing to hide. I'd be happy to examine the system and con uh, configuration if given the opportunity. 
Um, and this was also sent out to other uh, campaigns and I believe to Christy Burton Brown as well too. So it, it, you see the stuff. Oh, and other people are telling me this uh, system isn't for elections. It's not to be used for election voting. It's an audience response system. Oh, oh okay. So, so yeah. just, just more interesting facts about the reply plus system that they're using. And also the keypads we were using were discontinued last year. So there is that. So if there was a, well, and I had just a really basic question again, just, um, you know, again, I worked in TV and there would be time. You always wear two microphones, right? Because in case the batteries went out on one, exactly. I was like, well, what if the batteries go out on this? You could be, you know, when do they put them in? I mean, what do you do then? I just, in general, let me ask you then, Aaron, and thank you for doing this work and coming on the show yeah. because you know, again, I was happy with the results, but but this the process matters. If we're going to talk about election integrity and we can't even go in and, and audit our own, you know, assembly results, you know, to me, there's that's a problem. Exactly. Exactly. And and I mean, I first started um, seeing this with the Douglas County Assembly when it's like you have people that have uh, ballot packets that shouldn't have them. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. right, right off the bat, there's a problem. And then mm-hmm. here we are at state assembly. So we go from um, uh, just under 400 delegates and alternates at the Douglas County Assembly right. to now just under 4,000 at the state assembly. And we've got the same issues. Yeah. We've got right. we've got delegates that don't have devices. We've got people right. wearing guest passes who have devices. We've got yes. people apparently with multiple devices. Every right. county has a different process for handing out uh, yes. a clicker device to their delegates. There's no consistency. There's no process. No, and, and, I- and here's what, on Sunday, France had its first round of the presidential election. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, a nation of I don't know how many tens of millions or hundreds of millions of people. Um, but they voted Sunday, no absentee ballots whatsoever, all paper ballots. And they had the answers uh, by later that night. And so yeah. to say we can't get 3,500 people and figure out how to count their ballots is BS. Well, and we used well, to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's total BS. And it's like, is it a matter of that we can't or that we don't want to because we want there to manipulate go. the results? Right. right. Well, And, that's what and we, we want to get people used to this. So when when when, when they try can. to impose it statewide, yeah. they're like, oh well, you guys have been yeah. using this. Well, and and you heard the clamoring that came up, you know, when motion was brought from the floor to adopt the paper ballot system. You know, everyone, from my perspective at first, everyone was for that until right. Christy Burton Brown took the stage and said, "You don't want to be here until midnight. Right. You right. have to come right. back again." And then I hear the groans and moans all around right. me. I'm like. We just can't do that. We just can't roll over and say, okay, sure, we'll just do whatever you want us to do. Right. right. Well, and, and she think- didn't allow any debate. So nobody could say that's not mm-hmm. true, Christy. We can get the counted, just start counting them. Well, and then they're going to tell us, Aaron, that this is the gold standard. Yeah. And again, it's, it, I mean, there, to me, why would you do it this way and leave questions open? Why would you, if you're the right. Colorado Republican Party, let's just say you wanted to use this system. And, and all of that aside, at the very least, they should have been have been able to figure out a way um, or not not use it if they couldn't figure out a way for you to audit it. If they exactly. know that you can go in and vote 30 times for every different candidate in the universe, um, and then you want to figure out, well, which one actually counted? Or let's say I'm a candidate and I want to challenge this. The answer in court would be, well, we don't know. We have no idea. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could turn around and be Greg Lopez and say, well, that person voted 22 times for me. That means they wanted to vote for me. Right. 
Or you could be Danielle and say that person voted the last time for me. I mean, you have no way to correlate that. And which is in my pardon my friendship, but that's a cluster. You know what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the wording used um, Christy's email back to me sums it up with this. Um, She says, we promise that each individual voter who chose to record the information to verify their own vote could do so. We honored this promise. Please note the verification of your own vote has never been available at a state convention before. That's oh, true. And that's it still isn't, you yeah. know, and we get down to it. It still isn't. So if, if we can't, if we can't verify and we can't um, trust the integrity of small assembly elections, how can we trust the integrity of, you know, bigger elections? Right. Well, oh, we can, because that they're run well, by the they, Democrats. Yeah, yeah, and, you right. know, there's no problem there. <laughs> um, you know, you could trust Jenna Griswold. She wouldn't cheat. Well, that's oh, why yeah, they don't absolutely, want. Sure. That's why they don't want audits. Well, yeah, it just seems to me that, um, again, the Republican Party here had an opportunity to really have a gold standard. And and even if they were going to use clickers, right, they could have, they had an opportunity to say, see, look, here's how it can be done. And here's how it can be done right. And instead, they didn't do it right. They didn't allow the debate correctly. And then their answer is, is basically to tell us to shut up. Exactly. Um, and that that they're right. And, you know, I mean, we'll talk to Danielle in a minute. I mean, Christy Burton Brown put out an email saying she hasn't heard from a single county chairperson that had any questions yeah, about it. That can that's just not true. It's flat yeah. out not Joanne true. Joanne Winworth, Winholtz, you know, wrote a scathing letter saying we had all kinds of people who couldn't vote. So don't oh, yeah. tell me I didn't tell you. Well, what about El Paso County? I mean, from what I understand, that county was late to receive their voting devices or many didn't receive them. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. And again, I, to me, I think they've, it's, like, it's not like the paper ballot is this mysterious system that no it's one's ever no, used. First of all, it's a used around the West and every really Western civilized, civilized country except the United States. Um, it was used by the Republican Party for decades and they yeah. managed to get it done. And I don't know. So, but before we let you go, Aaron, I guess a couple of questions I want to ask you. One, if people want to see, because you have a great Facebook video presentation, do you want to tell people how to see that? Or I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I mean, um, just find the I, I put up a page on Facebook um, okay. just just to basically get the word out there. I, I don't I don't need, you know, a, a platform or anything, but I just put out an Aaron Wood uh, Douglas County delegate page okay. Um, okay. with that video. I also put the video uh, on a private link on YouTube. Um, so it's unlisted, but anybody with the link uh, can find that, too. And I'll, I'll go ahead and um, put that in the comments here as okay. well, too, but, if, okay, if anybody great. watching this wants uh, the link to that video. Okay. Great. Okay. No, that'd be great. Well, if any, I guess sort of your first experience, your final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a crap show, you know, um, aside from that, my, my, my final thoughts on this first experience and, and what, what I see is like more people need to get involved with this um, because there just needs to be more eyes on it. You know, yeah. uh, there needs to be more regular people who, I mean, I'm busy. I, I don't have time to, to really participate in all these things, but I, I honestly felt this, um, God put it on my heart to participate because, um, I need to be involved. And in order to be involved, you need to see what's going on. I just put that link in the chat for you there. Yeah, okay. video. I, I just figure I'm going to get involved and I know other people that are even busier than I am. It's like, I'll stick my neck out and I'll, I'll take a peek behind the curtain and see what's going on and share information with them. So that way they know, and they understand what it's like. I mean, I, I know people that don't know what a caucus is. And to be honest with you, I didn't know what it was uh, at a local level uh, before this year either, you know? Well, you know um, why you don't know? Because the Republican Party, the, the leadership of the Republican Party, hates caucuses. 
Mm-hmm. So they make every effort to make it ununderstandable for you. Oh yeah. It's not ununderstandable. I it, mean, it's you know. convoluted, it's confusing. And, and it's like, really, it, it shouldn't be, it should be simple. No, and right. I really think it's of simple. this, what, what, what does the other side look like? What's the Democrat? Assembly? Oh, it really runs smoothly. No, it does. It does. Yeah. I mean, Karen Cataline four years ago, I think it was, she went to there, you know, I think there was one in, in just outside of Boulder and then Democrats had their inside of Boulder. The, de- the Republican was S show again. It, it was all screwed up, everything else, and no food, all the food, didn't you know, mm-hmm. nothing. Was, she went to the Democratic one, and it ran like a sweet old machine. And, <laughs> I'm and sure. she was, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the that's the problem is, you know, the, the other side, which is actually the minority, they're just so well organized. Yeah. Yes. Well organized, and they're working together. And, you know, we talk about this unity, and I, I think it's just such a, such a, vacuous term that they're using it's not unity we need we need to work together and you need to understand the majority isn't the people in charge of the party it's the people right. participating in the party that we need to work together to to fix this and well, not the, rely the, the on minute the minute they did, yeah they and, didn't get their uh, you know preferred candidate and dick wadhams mm-hmm. uh, the former chair of the republican party goes on i don't think we ought to do this anymore this is this is B. I don't, I don't yeah. you know. Yeah, they only they, unify one they, way. And, yeah, and then George Bacher goes for three hours on his program saying, you know, the wrong candidates won, this stinks, <laughs> you know. And so if if you've been around the Republican Party for a well, while, unity means for establishment left-wing candidates. Grassroots yeah. candidates, they will do everything to torpedo them. <laughs> it's a one-way process. Well, so, all right, Aaron, thank you for that. And so, folks, I would encourage you, if you can see there in the chat section, he put the YouTube thing. If you um, don't have the chat section, if you're listening there, go to his his Facebook page. And I think share that far and wide. People need to understand what's happening so they can't turn around and say, oh, it's just these crabby people who don't understand what we're talking about who have it all screwed up. It's like, no, there are some real well, questions here. have you ever been here. to a before, Aaron? I- <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, all I right. haven't. And I guarantee you, I'm going to keep com- coming to these things. So. All right, exactly. Good for you, Aaron. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you for you your too. time, sir. Appreciate right, it. Thank you. Um, hey, and Thomas, if you want to go ahead and call Danielle, that would be great too. So I just wanted to get that out there um, because they assured us that you could audit it, you could verify it. I mean, they went out of their way to say, all you people who want the paper ballots, we don't need to, you can audit it. And then sure enough, yeah, it turns out it. that you can't actually audit you it. Can, you can apparently audit your vote. But but you can't verify anybody else's vote. Well, you can't even actually. His only was verified because he only voted once for one candidate. Well, he could do the same with his other ones, but you have no way of knowing the person who voted 26 times. Well, even what I'm saying is, is even the person who voted 26 times might not be able to. He said, well, I guess you're right. There's no correlation between they gave you two sets of statistics and you can't. Coming in and doing, I guess right. you're right, an independent audit, you can't do it. And I guess my question is, is why are people voting 24 times for three different candidates anyway? I mean, that aside, and I guess you get to do that, but if you have a paper ballot, you can't do that, right? If you're a paper ballot, you fill it out. Um, and so that's just, uh, I, don't, I don't know, it was, it, it didn't have to be that way. And for Christy Burton Brown, um, to go ahead and, and to turn around and say things like to Aaron, it's like, well, you just don't understand how it works. We yeah, explained everything, yeah. um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that, that's just not the case. And again, she put out, I want to say congratulations and thank you to the Adams County GOP chairwoman, yes, Joanne Winolds, yes, because yeah. after Christie put out kind of a snarky thing, commenting on Daniel um, Neuschwager, 
Um, Saying no county chair has complained to me. Yeah, nobody complained to her about any issues. Uh, Joanne put out an email and she sent it to all of the delegates and said, oh, sure. (laughs) No, sure there weren't any complaints. So we have Danielle with us now on line three. Um, Danielle um, was a Republican candidate for governor at the assembly. um, According to the vote results, she did not make enough. uh, She did not get a 30 percent. So she did not. 27 plus. Right. And and Danielle, um, when we spoke earlier, um, and I think this is important important to people. You're not saying, oh, I'm a sore loser. I'm challenging the results. You're saying you had literally dozens of people come up to you and complain about the process. And that I agree with you needs to be fixed. So first off, thank you for joining our show. Appreciate it. And and what is it you want people to know about this whole thing? Um, So first and foremost, we had committed to our team that win or lose, we were going to do an audit because of concerns that we had during the Zoom meeting with the vendor prior to the assembly even occurring. There were massive amounts of red flags, him mentioning the word weighted in our Zoom call, the fact that I brought up the timeliness of being able to vote because essentially KBB had said that there was going to be one staff member for every 400 people to address concerns, and it's a huge arena. And so if you're up top, and something happened with your machine and it took you a minute to identify, well, then you have four minutes to get back down to the telecommunication with disabilities. That's damn near impossible. And so we had committed to our staff win or lose before accepting the results of either thing, we were going to do an audit. So even if we would have come out on top, we would have not filled out the paperwork for the secretary of state until we had addressed the concerns of the people, because that's who we were running for is the people's voice, not the party. Um, And this whole thing about, you know, me not conceding, well, I would have also not accepted either. And so it is kind of really this blatant disregard of the statement that KBB is taking out of context. And the fact is, is, I mean, right after I got off with you earlier, we had someone email and say, look, I went to check my vote and I know I voted for you and my vote is not even listed. Wow. Wow. So that we have issues. Right. Well, and let me base, and I know I saw because you posted on your Facebook page Aaron's video. So that's just say, like you said, win or lose, you want to go ahead and do an audit. It sounds to me like from what Aaron discovered, that would have been impossible, really, right? Yeah. So from what we've heard from our data analysis experts that even we have hired, they have come to the same conclusion is there's no correlation between data set A and data set B. And without having the data set that is so, so let me let me take this back. When you okay. print off a log from a machine, it comes in an editable an editable form. And so, the what has been posted on the GOP website are PDFs. And okay. so, there were there was a forty eight hour delay from when that information was made available to KBB after the assembly to when it was posted online. And any manipulation of data could have transpired in that first forty eight hours, is what we have been told. And given the fact that this information is not on the logs that it would have been printed out on, it is in a text file, there has already been data manipulation. And I'm not saying that someone went in and and skewed the votes or cheated, but the fact is is that those log files are not organic. Well, and let me explain, we'll interrupt you, why that might matter. Again, if you're trying to have fair and, and, you know, election integrity, it's transparency. Well, but if somebody wanted to go in and audit, for instance, I know when I was in TV, every so often people would try to subpoena tapes and things like that. And you always had to authenticate that this was the actual raw tape, even though you could give them a copy that would show the exact same thing. They wanted to have the raw tape. Just, I mean, that's a matter sort of a legal principle, Right. Right. 
Well, and I want to point out something else because I, I posted this video of when I, I go down to get KVD's attention to let her know that delegates have been ignored all day long. And, right. and how that transpired is they called me back. So I had left after my race to go change so I could come back and help the volunteers pack up our vendor booth. Sure. And they had called me and they said, there are 50 people sitting at your booth who had issues with voting, did not get issued clickers, were given the wrong badge, were not credentialed in, are not even delegates and voted. Come back here. And came back, and, and one of the county chairs was there, and he said, look, we've been trying to get her attention all day. We don't think that any of our votes have been cast all day. We've had problems all day. They're not listening to us. And I looked right at him, and I said, what do you want me to do? And he said, we want you to go up on stage and get her attention. And so I did. Okay. <laughs> I went up on stage to tell her to stop, to just take a breath, to pause, and allow them to get a microphone to the floor so they could make a point of privilege to address the concerns that they were having. And she wouldn't and let have me it. Interrupt you. Let me interrupt you here for a second. What I thought was interesting is, even though they were going to allow floor nominations and floor comments, there were no microphones on the floor until people started screaming for that. The, the, the theory was you were supposed to stand at the front of the stage, shout at her to you got her attention. Right. Then she would walk over and go, what? And listen to what you had to say, come back and repeat it. It's like, maybe if she thought. Yeah. That. So, all right, but keep going. So yeah, the fact that you, you had to go on the stage because there weren't any microphones on the floor. Exactly. She had them all removed. And so, look, if we are the party of the voice, the party of reason, the party of the people, why were the floor mics removed? Because she then took away the, the ability to bring forward concerns or points of privilege or points of motion or anything. But also, you know, when we posted this video, it's very important to listen to the beginning of that video. Everyone's kind of concerned with when I tell her, if you've committed fraud, I'm going to see you in court. But before that, when she's talking to the delegate. She is saying, we don't certify elections, and the results that we have today are what we will be submitting to the Secretary of State, regardless of your concerns. Wow. So she just told everyone, that even if the audit came out, even if the audit showed any kind of discrepancies or cause for concerns, she did not care. They had their candidates, and those are the candidates that they would submit, and if there was any question on it, it was going to be squashed. And I became public enemy number one. And now there's this whole rhetoric going out that my husband threatened her dad, which we have a video proof that her dad actually assaulted my husband. And, and she didn't mention that her dad had also assaulted a woman two days prior in the HD 18 uh, committee really? meeting. So mm-hmm. they're well, twisting I, I, a narrative to shut this down. And the question is why? Right. Well, I, you know, and who knows why? And, and I go back to, um, you know, what Aaron was saying and me too, you know, like I, I told you on the phone, it's like my candidate, I was happy with the results, but the process matters. If we as Republicans or as, as anybody, as voters, as Americans are going to insist on having fair, uh, and you know, elections with integrity, it's got to start at home. Right. And if we don't even, and we could do it, we did Anil Mathai, who was a chairperson of CDA. We had paper ballots. It was clear. Everybody understood it. They put them in transparent boxes. You could sit there and watch them on stage, count them. The candidates could have people go up and look and see that they were being counted. And we got out of there in time. We got out of there in a, in a few hours. I mean, it's been done. Well, well, here's my problem or one of my big problems. So somebody comes up and says, we want to do paper ballots. You can do the clickers fine, but the final vote will be by, by paper ballot. You'll get a preliminary one and then you'll get a confirmation by paper ballots. Um, and, and she allowed no debate. Uh, but started her own discussion, right. and she told everybody, and I think the majority of the people there were for paper ballots, 
And they said, we'll be here until mm-hmm. midnight. Now, I went to the 2010 where right. it was all paper ballots, and, and it was simple. The people got up, they spoke, they passed out the thing, they collected, and the next person got up and spoke. And then at the end, they, you know, they've been count- counting the ballots all the way through. And so at, I don't know, 430, they announced the results. Um, and so it was no different. Uh, but she lied about it, and there's no contrary. There's no one to say when. Well, she wouldn't allow it. She wouldn't allow. Well, she wouldn't. She was just she filibustered and she busted it, uh, and and it really was a, a disgrace. I thought. Well, and and here's two key key pieces of information. One, our staff member was the only person that was denied access to the teller area during the vote. So we had both Heidi and Greg's person were allowed access, and mine was not. My person was not allowed access until after the vote closed. Why was that? Number two, KBB had said that she was not made aware until the motion was made on the floor that there were paper ballots that were on site and readily available, which is a lie because we have email proof that she was made aware days before that there was going to be paper ballots on site. And it was also brought up during the training call that we had as candidates with a vendor that there were going to be paper ballots on site with watermarks that were color-coded as a backup plan because right. people wanted to use paper ballots. So she's exactly. blatantly lying to the people of Colorado. She was lying to her base. She's painting me out to be this crazy person. And again, the reason is why. Is it because I stand for the people? Is it because I challenge the party? Is it because I challenge her candidate? Why right. is she doing this? Because she is not the person of election integrity. And quite frankly, her nickname is KGB. is coming yeah, from her right. behavior. Right. You know, let me read. And then and I see, Johnny, you, you're here. So we'll bring you up in a second. We've got people want to weigh in. This is from Charlene. She says, don't back down, Danielle. You were great. And then she said, Danielle, you were perfect in your video. Not strong enough, in my opinion. <laughs> KKB didn't want um, a, an audit. Let me bring up. And so stay on the line here because we'll bring in Johnny. Johnny, you were a delegate there, too. Right. I can see you on Zoom. So go ahead and unmute yourself. And what is it? How do you want to weigh in on this? Well, I want to I want to know uh, on the 26th when we do that one. Will there be another lie saying that it'll take too long? And, and now that we we heard that it won't take long, mm-hmm. will we be able to, to do it mm-hmm. this way mm-hmm. that time? Oh, yeah. okay. Now for the June primary, you're talking about? Yeah, the June okay. 26th well, or I'm 28th. Sure I'm sure they'll, that, well. Well, that'll be a paper mail ballot. So, so, so it'll be a different system. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Okay. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, though, Johnny. It. Um, you know, Danielle, another thing I wanted to ask you about, because um, I know Christy Burton Brown kind of addressing the controversy with you indicated that she didn't hear from any county chair people, hasn't heard from any of them that there are any problems. What do you think about the accuracy of that statement? It's, it's a blanket lie. I have been copied, blind carbon copied on email since Saturday night from county chairs addressing concerns about not having enough clickers, about not having enough time to give out clickers to the credentialing problems that happened to delegates who were um, cast aside when alternates were trying to be moved up and the delegates were there. And so there were many, many concerns. And for her to blatantly say, I have not been contacted by any county chairs, she's lying again. And so I just keep repeatedly catching her in lie after lie after lie. And her response is, we're just going to run a smear campaign on Danielle. Well, here's what I'm going to tell her. You can run a smear campaign on me all you want because my reputation has never been what I was willing to defend, but I will defend the people. I will defend their voice. And if I have to go to war with you to make sure that their voice is heard, be prepared for battle because I will not back down. 
Well, well I, I assume when KBB comes up for re-election, which isn't too far in the future, um, you're not going to be a uh, wilting flower, but indicate to folks what you think of her candidacy and her tenure. I think that I will be very verbal on um, any opponent that would be more than willing to face her and, and right. offer them 100% support. And, and, you know, and I go back to where we started with Aaron, that that that's just say you wanted to, you or any candidate who has the right to do this, wanted to challenge it in court and wanted an audit. What we now know, and you say your IT people figured out the same thing is really it's, it's would be impossible to audit because of the way that this system worked. So the system is basically not auditable the way, the way that it's set up, but you couldn't, but you can't, yeah, you can't verify. And and that's exactly true. So we've checked with our legal team on this and here's, I'm going to reference back to that video when she's talking to a delegate and she's basically interrupting him and she's saying, well, it was on you to go talk to the teller committee or it was on you and your county chair to make sure that you had a clicker that worked or it was on you to do this. So what she did by doing that was place the onus solely on the delegate so that there is no party guilt if there is a problem. There is a problem and they have basically shifted the blame 100% to operator error. We saw this again back in the 2020 election is operator error on, you know, leaving people alone with ballot boxes, operator error on ballot harvesting, um, not knowing the laws. And so it's very um, inconsistent with our message of every vote matters. And then really your only, your vote doesn't matter at all. Right. Right. Well, Well, did you see the letter from uh, the Adams County chair to uh, KGB? uh, Yes. Yes. I thought that was very brilliantly written. Right. Well, and you know, and I don't know if you know Joanne, but that was like a full blown attack Uh, by Joanne Winnells, right? She's the most polite, nice person, nice person in the world. (laughs) And again, and so for folks who weren't there, for her to put it on the delegates, so you get these clickers and then you vote, right? First, I had to carry around the other day. I'm like, I know I'm going to lose mine, and I didn't, but. so Chuck and I were sitting way up at the top. If, say, I had a problem with my clicker, I mean, we would have never made it downstairs in time to get it addressed. Mm-hmm. And then what was our solution going to be to pause the entire vote to deal with my one clicker? I mean, it was I mean, that's in it on its face. That's an unworkable and laughable. Well, they solution. also held up your vote. You'd say vote now. You'd pass it. And then and then all you'd have to wait and wait and wait and symbol up your letter. And all of a sudden, the time limit was up, and your vote never counted. Now, when are you, how are you supposed to get Good your point. objection in? Well, and I want to come to the defense of Joanne because I know a couple of people are, are, you know, saying that that letter is too ostracizing or too bold. But in oh, my what does that dealings mean? with yeah. Joanne as a candidate, she has always made sure that every candidate was represented, that they had fair and equal opportunity, that they always had help in the process that she was always there as a support measure for them. And so for her to come out, because ju- just like you just said, she's the nicest person in the world. She's yes. the most fair, the most just, the most honest. Yes. For her to come out and basically make this, this statement of we were not treated fair, just, and honest, she's accurate in her statement. And I I stand with her when she said that because she has a true representative or representation yes. of the Adams County delegates, the Arapaho, that, that they were being treated unjustly, and she stood for their voice. And so I commend her as a woman. I commend right. her as a uh, as a delegate. I commend her as a leader. She did what was right for the people, and I would never ostracize her for that. No. Well, and I mean, I saw her in action on that day because, I mean, we're all sitting there, right? And there was clearly a group of people who were who were upset um, because they had done everything right and they weren't getting the clickers. And, and she no was one going, could have been working harder than Joanne no, Olsen she was, and the vice chair 
Right. And, 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 and trying to get clickers, trying to, you know, they're up and down and up and down and doing everything. So the idea that she wasn't doing absolutely everything for the delegates. And that they had no idea that there were issues. Yeah, is just not, it's just, it's just not true. It's well, Danielle, where, where do things, where are you going from here? Where do things going from here? I mean, any kind of just that, and then any final thoughts on all of this? So it's interesting because, you know, KBB put out a, a letter, an email last night, basically saying that good job for those candidates who made it onto the primary through assembly. And for those who didn't make it, anybody that's crying about it should, should essentially just give up. Yeah. I'd like to reiterate the fact that I still have opportunities to petition on. I still have opportunities to be a write-in. And there are other opportunities with legal recourse that I could seek. And so I am not done yet. I have not conceded. I have not terminated my candidacy. So I am still a Republican gubernatorial candidate for the 2022 election, whether she likes it or not. I stand for the people. I don't stand for the party. I stand for the people. And that is what people need to remember is that I am with them in this fight. And I will not back down because their voice is the reason I got in this in the first place. Okay, we've got a call from Laurel online, too. Who is a delegate, Um, they said. Laurel, you there? Yes, hi, it's Laura. Oh, hey, Laura. Laura. Forgive me if this has been brought up, but I wanted to mention that the bylaws and what they say about these electronic voting devices. You, for example, the vote for governor was five minutes long. So according to the bylaws, you have five minutes to realize your clicker's not working, to go realize find out what you have to do because to my knowledge they didn't go over it they might have i might have missed it but um and then go find the teller booth uh to exchange it and then vote and it says in the bylaws if you don't do that within five minutes that you're done you don't get to vote right and And that you were there that's very intentional yeah i mean wouldn't you agree i mean i was there as a delegate that would have been impossible it would have been physically impossible yeah we were there in plenty of time and they never instructed us, so it it was just one, uh, you know. It's 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 sad, but well, it's I just I thought maybe they might have gone over to I went to the restroom or something, you know, got somewhere to eat, something no, to eat, and this has been over. They no. okay, right. okay. And so I they didn't even tell people that. this, and then and I went to the teller because I originally did not get a clicker, and they told me that there weren't enough, and so the top of my head blew off, and I went immediately down to the stage, and so they took me to the teller booth and. It's down like in the level one, not something anybody would be easily, would you can, yeah. can find it easily. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Laura, we're, we're out of time. Want, thank you for, we for, had, for calling for in. Call. We had um, Danielle, thank you. It's yeah, okay. I appreciate it. But I'd like to kind of stay in touch with you as things go on. So feel free to let us know if there are updates and things. Cause I just think your candidacy is your continuing candidacy is going on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I actually want to add one thing to that. Laura was right. We actually had delegates that they went to Teller County and not to the Teller table. And so by the time they realized they went to the wrong Teller area, their time was up. And so there was just a lot of miscommunication, I think, that happened. And and I'm going to continue to talk to you guys and and let you know. But I think the message is today is that I will keep fighting for the people because you are what motivated me. You're what keeps me going every day. And I will not stop. That's great. All right. Well, so much you. for coming you on. You can't see the comments, but everyone in our comments section is saying, keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. So, Danielle, thank you. Appreciate your time. Take care, Danielle. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.
All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. And this is from Anil Mathai. Funny, the Colorado GOP didn't give out clickers, but had those delegates charge everybody 60 bucks. Yeah. Amazing arrogance and incompetence within the COGOP. Yeah. So you guys, if you, if you're, you know, please share either this show, I'd love you to share our show, but also if, you know, share Aaron's video. I think people need to understand how that worked or didn't work. And I think, you know, we're going to on Friday, we're going to talk a little bit about national election integrity, because there's all kinds of information out there that they, they don't want us to see. And either Democrats or some establishment Republicans don't want us to see. And I guarantee you, Chuck and I are continuing to not win popularity contests. <laughs> um, I win popularity. Oh, yeah. 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 Chuck is on. I'm, I'm the bad one. <laughs> um, but we're going to keep fighting and bringing this information to you. So thank you to everybody. On Thanks, Zoom. everybody. We appreciate that. Danielle, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate Aaron coming on. And, and Johnny, we love you in the Caribbean. So. Yeah, yeah, we want to go where you're at, or at least where your screen's at. And we'll see you all on Party Friday.